I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Al Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain. Oh, we're trying to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertain. <laughs> This month is... Wow! Oh, oh, oh. oh Maze, why'd you say that? Supercharge it. <laughs> so that this promo can remain evergreen. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it, give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Cinefo. Where have you get podcasts? <laughs> Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here. Lord, we are here. And we're ready, ready to podcast. Well, just like David danced before the Lord, our guest today, dance even in the sky. It's my pleasure to introduce Pete and Judy Gooby from Cirque du So Christ. Welcome to the program. How you doing? A married couple. Wow, thank, thank you guys so much for having us. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much. Awesome. This is an uh, incredible honor. I'm um I'm Pete Gooby and uh i'm judy gooby this is my lovely wife judy gooby when she met me she said we got to get hitched so i can get that last name yeah that's a fun one judy gooby sounds too good goobies we are so excited to have you and let's just dive right into it because what you all have been bringing to the weekend services through your cirque du so christ which i guess i would describe as a christ-centered cirque du soleil type act has really been elevating both our sermons, some of our songs. And tell us a little bit about how you got into doing these sort of aerial performances that are really Christ and Jesus specific, you know, focus on Christ and Jesus specifically. I just want to say thank you so much just for talking up what we do, because we are actually kind of new to it. We are. We are. 
About two months ago, my uncle, who is not really aware of my rebirth, got us this new exciting ticket to a Cirque du Soleil show that was coming into town. Uh, gave us two tickets. Um, yeah. And it, I got to tell you, I was absolutely floored seeing a performance. I, I don't know. Have you guys ever seen Cirque du Soleil live? Yes, it's awesome. I saw Q, I saw Kai, I saw Beatles Love and Beatles Above. It was awesome. You know, we've only seen the one uh, Corteo, but it was so inspiring. And to see those people, you know, flipping about, doing their things, we thought we can do this and we should do this for Christ. I had recently gone to the doctor and found out that my cholesterol levels were through the roof uh, and no. needed to be taken care of. Oh. 230. Oh, wow. 230 LDL. Yes, they say my 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 arteries have thicker traffic than uh, an urban that's center. That's so good. I who, who love said, it. Who when said they... that? Your doctor. The doctor. Oh. The doctor's Can you hilarious. Oh wow, that's really thick though. Maybe I mean maybe that doctor's doing an open mic or something. But I love when people use comedy in a non-comedic setting, like the gals who are the flight attendants on Southwest. They're telling jokes and stuff. You hear a joke from a doctor, you know you're in good hands. It's very funny, and I had never experienced humor used in that way. That is awesome, and I don't understand cholesterol. To be honest with you, now that you mention LDLs, because they say, "Well, you got this much good cholesterol and this much bad." I say, "How can they?" be good and bad cholesterol doesn't make any sense doesn't make sense but you want a lot of the good and you want not much of the bad but to get them both you have to eat the same stuff sometimes it's yeah it's hard and i've learned because i want to support my husband's diet well they say well they said uh, what i needed to do is start exercising oh wow yeah and and they wanted me to up it from not just walking the dog but trying something new something new a new way to make me myself sweat We said, take me to the skies. Yeah. You know, we actually, we're living in a friend's artist's loft for the time oh, being. We had a bit of um, a pest issue at our home. Oh, no. Oh, no. Was, and I'm not just talking about my in-laws. <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, that, he oh, he hates in-law. my parents. He hates okay, my parents. Okay. So, oh, that was, was that oh, a joke oh, or okay. no? Okay. Oh, oh. Say it again. Was that a joke? Or... I couldn't tell. No, he no, hates my parents. I, I, it, but, it, but, but I was saying that through humor. I see. Yeah. So kind of like the doctor with the arteries. I wanted to try what the doctor was doing. Yeah, exactly. I, well, you did it. You nailed it. <laughs> so you're living in this artist loft, and you, and I have to imagine, I mean, at your age, you're a bit older than most of the performers that I see doing Cirque du Soleil type thing. Oh, certified 15 years at least older, yeah. Oh, okay. I like to say I'm a young 62. Uh, okay, yeah, so you I was going to ask if you're retired. Have you retired so you can focus solely on, you know, doing these stunts in the sky? Three more years and then I'll be there. But for now, I still got to deliver this mail. And for me, you know, I never actually worked. Awesome. Okay. Uh, full-time dog mom. Oh, oh I love so. that. Beautiful well, I don't love I, I don't love uh, dogs oh, very wow. much, but I love uh, a lady who, who works at home. But I did want to ask, because I did recognize your face on, I think, were, were you formerly of Gooby's Rubies? Was that your, your business? I was, okay, I'll confess, I was an employee at Gooby's Rubies. That's my parents' um, ruby shop. Awesome. Uh, we actually own a mine in South Africa. Oh. It's a bit controversial, a bit problematic as of late. But, you know, my parents are the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mother-in-laws can be tough. Yeah, talky, 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 talky. <laughs> and so in your 60s, you're going from rubies into sort of aerial performances. And I, when I do say aerial, I would say you all are anywhere from 
three to five and a half to six feet off the ground with some of these. I wouldn't say it's too high. Most of the time, the height wasn't really the part of the performance. I don't think that people were talking about quite as much. Well, it's less about the height and more about getting off the ground completely because that's how you feel when you're with in Christ's presence. You feel lifted. You feel in the you should feel light as air so it doesn't really matter whether you're 20 feet in the ground off the ground four feet off the ground is it not off the ground still you know that right i like to think about it as if if you were to see someone walking on water Mm. but their ankles still were in like their feet didn't make it out all the way but they were still able to walk across a river that Mm. would be pretty exciting to see for sure oh and i think people what do you mean yeah like you're walking on water but you still have you're submerged like four inches or so okay let me rephrase it just paint the picture if superman were to come in here today and say that he can take flight but he only flew four to six feet. I need you to tell me about the water and the right. Walking. I think we all understand the Superman thing because the flying would be different. So but you're walking, walking you're... on water, but your feet are submerged. All right, let me paint the picture a better way. There's a bunch of people out in the water floating around having a splash. Floating on their backs? They're no, they're actually just they're this deep. They're up to their necks. A guy walks past them, yeah. however, could not get his feet all the way out of the water. You would still be impressed with the powers that he has. Is there a sandbar? Right, I'm thinking sandbar. There's no sandbar. Okay, you didn't say that. There's no rocks. Okay, yeah. okay. We didn't. Well, could it just be that. shallow we thought or maybe low there was tide? A reef. Okay. I mean, there's definitely a tide. There's a. There's definitely is a series of people indicating the depth. Okay. One guy's one guy's floating there, and he goes, "I just touched the bottom. It's ten feet." So you're telling, "Wow, that guy's tall." No, he's uh, well, he swam down and he came back up, and he's like, "It's ten feet deep out here. This is deep." And then Ronnie comes walking by. It's like, wow, nobody's going to say, I wish he was all the way out of the water. So they have names now. I don't really understand how that detail helped. The Ronnie part? Ronnie's the one who has the submerged feet, but is walking on water. No, I think Ronnie, I think the way you just said it, Ronnie is somebody going, hey, it's deep out here, but who's actually doing the walking on the, on the sandbar? We'll call, okay, so we'll say Ronnie's, Ronnie's just practicing how long that he can tread water. He's also doing some depth checks. Oh, that's hard. And then his friend Brian is walking. However, unfortunately, Brian cannot walk all the way on top of water. He could only get his ankles. Yeah, his feet are submerged. Brian couldn't get his feet above the water. Mm -hmm. It's still quite an incredible act to see somebody almost walk completely on water. But our act, we are completely in the air. That is true. Quick question, though. Does Ronnie have some goggles? Because if he just dips his eyes underneath, he could maybe see what Brian's feet are or are not on in the submerged section at the top of the surface of the water. In this circumstance, he does. Okay, so what does he see? He just sees, he's like, wow, he's not even touching anything. He's just, I just see feet coming by. He can't get the feet up top, huh? Yeah. It just seems strange to me that Brian would bring this attention to himself. Is he trying to say he's like, Christ is something because it seems a bit blasphemous just to sort of do a, a stunt like that. And then I'm or worried about, we... you know, Keith or the other one. Wait, which one was Keith? Was there a Keith? There was never a Keith. Well, maybe we should call Brian Peter because Peter was a, just a human being who did walk on water. Let's leave Jesus out of it because he's God in the flesh. So, so we have Brian is now Peter. 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 So now R- Brian Rory can stay Rory and Brian is now Ronnie, Peter. Ronnie. Ronnie. So Brian Ronnie. called Peter this, and this Ronnie called Rory. Over the place. Although maybe Ronnie should be Judas because that's why he's 
all the way submerged because he's heavy with guilt. Well, you know, heck, I didn't even think that Brian was going to be a bad guy in this story. But now that you were talking about it, he's kind of a bit of a show off having those Christ-like skills. Then again, is it blasphemous or is it what we're all supposed to be doing, which is living our lives in a Christ-like fashion, I, trying our hardest to live as Christ did, as the perfect uh, human being slash God spirit. I, I, I love on. that, Judy. And I'm just sorry that we had to go down that example uh, because I don't think we really needed it uh, to understand how you all are using things like hula hoops. Some of those silks I thought were really interesting. Slippery, very slippery. And really showing Mm. This last weekend, just really showing how in marriage, two people can really trust each other up there and by up, you know, of course, I mean, kind of over there as they as you were doing your whole performance for, you know, the early service, I thought was great. I don't know if you caught it, but we were really trying to not just show what it is to trust your partner and trust God and that he's, you know, taking care of us all. But in that particular performance this past Sunday... We were also trying to really, I would say, personify Christ's comeback. Oh, the yes, com his return, his comeback as a human again. Yes, yeah, his comeback as a human again. So, are you saying that? Oh, oh, you're, you're talking about when he comes, when he will come back, yeah. the resurrection. Right. Yeah. Okay. It was just I've never heard anybody put it that way. I think it was powerful. The comeback as a human again. The message was very powerful, and I I really appreciate how you have the camera guys uh, right there on stage zooming in on your wedding bands because it's very important for us to know that you two are married in the eyes of God and in the state of Indiana, so that when, for instance, the point where Judy kind of does that scurry up your back and then sits on your shoulders, all I can think about is that the very tip edge of her genitals are on the back of your neck Hallie. and if that wasn't a married neck to a married genital it could be considered quite scandalous well and i gotta tell you mm -hmm. that that was the biggest that was the biggest issue we had when we saw the cirque du soleil original oh program. yeah it grieves and that's when we said we've got to we've got to do this and we've got to do it the right way that's right married that's right that's because right. they have people scantily clad they have the biggest, most beautiful hunks, shirtless, glistening, mm -hmm. tossing the gals around. Mm -hmm. And I didn't see much wedding bands. I mm -hmm. saw a high level of um, what I guess we would just call sin as far as the nature of how they were interacting with each other. And we thought it would be a great time for us to show two people committed to one another as well as committed to Christ can still do these kind yep. of really exciting acts mm -hmm. very, very high up in the air mm -hmm. and in do it in a way. In, in a, a way that honors way. God. Right. Yes. And by high, yeah. I guess high is relative. Right. It's relative to age, I think. <laughs> Judy, because I was there at the service where you had on your full, you have a big, beautiful engagement ring encrusted with rubies around that diamond well, and it got caught you. in your leotard and then pulled all the nylons off and then you went spiraling down the silk thing. That was all from the diamond? And imagine this, we actually got larger rings for our Cirque de Christ performances in particular oh, yeah. because oh, we so want everyone show. to be able yes. to see it and to know. Yes. So I felt very, honestly, what's the word? Betrayed. I uh -huh. felt betrayed by my own jewelry that, that night. But 
I trusted in the Lord that no one was going to look at my skivvies. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I trusted in my in my community that everyone would respect my art, whether I was in my full nylons or just raw dogging it, haven't shaved in months. Which isn't important to bring up. Just that's how it was. I wasn't wearing underwear. Well, I'm, okay. well, I'm sure you don't uh, want. I to never be a, do. Uh, well, uh, well, it probably holds you back up there. And and you know, if you if you were shaven, you can't be up there with an ingrown. You know, honestly, maybe now we should go back to that whole thing about the guy who was trying to walk on water because I think this sort of detail might not be important. Oh, but... Rudy. Well, it actually is kind of important because mobility. When you are at such great heights. The mobility that you have is very important so you can keep your balance up there. So if you were to fall, you would break, you know, potentially multiple wrists. Oh, right. You know, I was on a Norwegian cruise line in 2015, and Gorgeous. they had a really interesting show where a young Russian guy would climb way up the silks to kind of do this tumble move yes. all mm-hmm. the way down. And I noticed you all do that. I mean, it's about two two tumbles before mm-hmm. you both firmly back on the ground that is true we do yeah it is kind of t- that- we've tried bigger stunts you know we have tried it but we want to bring to to the to the services the best uh, we don't right. want to bring us flopping around breaking bones because that has happened we did a, a trapeze after we watched the Cirque du Soleil the first thing we did was sign up for a trapeze class awesome vicious on the shoulders is that right his shoulders were too bad for it so as much as I would love to do a knee hook into a catch uh-huh. with my husband with my beloved his shoulders can't handle it and that's not on him mm. and his commitment to me that's just on the particular ligaments mm. is that why you hold him most of the time I've noticed yes Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. powerful. I think it's, I, did, I think it could be the cholesterol is related to the strength, the upper body strength, and maybe that's what's kind of mm. oh, do you think any cholesterol down? in your shoulders? Wow. I think it might be. Kind it's building of, up. Yeah, the bad one. And but I think it's cool. It's symbolic. It shows how behind every great man is a very good, strong woman. You know, if you're holding him up there the whole time, it kind of shows how the woman holds the house together, holds mm-hmm. the kids together, knows the appointments and whatnot. You know, uh, guys only know what to do if you give them a list, you know. So I mm. feel like you're representing how it really is between married couples. Where would Jesus or Joseph be without Mary? See? Well, they'd still be in the stables. That's right. They'd be under a pile of hay. They wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Isn't that right? I mean, Jesus would still just be a, a sperm in the gonad of the great deity God, Allie. you know? Yeah. And sorry, you know, and I do think that's important just to have a lady there to show that support because as I was saying, when I was on the Norwegian cruise line, this young man sort of did one of those tumbles high from the rafters by himself with nobody spotting him, with no one catching him. And it happened to be high seas. And what Uh-oh. what basically is happening is the stage is going, hey, I'm six feet higher. I'm six feet lower than I normally would be. Oh, God. And what happened was he went tumbling down that, oh. that yawn piece and the stage raised up and he hit his head in what he was dead instantly in front of a thousand oh, people no. on a Norwegian cruise line. And then just hanging there, nobody could get him down because oh, his, his feet were oh. kind of sort of caught up in the whole thing. And it really ruined the freestyle nature of that cruise because everyone was having such a good time up until that point. Just, and I'm sorry to bring that up. I'm not really sure why I had to finish that story. It just seems like such a traumatic thing for the entire boat to go through. I oh, want to yeah. raise really a prayer was. for that performer. Yeah, I think that's true. I'm gonna pray. Luckily, that the food was free for the rest of the week. Oh, that's e- nice. Even though the food was free before, I guess, though. Oh. Well, well I do want to just talk about, you know... Y- 
you mentioned us with our experience with the ribbon, the same one that you watched that man tumble down to his death. So you know full well how dangerous it is. We've been trying all the different tricks that these Cirque performers tried just to find out which ones we're good at. And it turns out that one is tricky. And so the only way we figured out how to go about it is for me to lay down on one of those ribbons and then Judy here to just kind of burrito me up and have me start rolling before and then she just kind of flips me into the air and sees and we see what happens. Oh, I see. And that's where you saw me kind of just quickly tumble out. I see. Right. Yeah. Because and kind of roll all the way across the stage and what was a very long silk. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it's a, it's powerful. Your performances. I wish people could see it. We can only describe it. Is that why you're living in the loft right now so that you can have kind of the space to, to work on your performance? It's honestly it's a pro of living in the loft. Now we're in the loft because of a pest infestation in in our previous apartment but it is a huge pro and the ceilings are high you know loft they're lofted so we do get some practice at different heights and that's when we can test our limits awesome i love that that's cool and i wanted to ask you more about your training because i fear that you know if you continue in your training Mm. of silks or ropes or hula hoops or this or that or the other you're gonna be around some wicked people who are learning pole dancing and different forms of erotic movements and stuff i mean i think a lot of the people that get into these type of aerial arts they can be very loose and easy people maybe they are exploring each other's bodies up there in the sky and they're not married to each other. I mean, do you come across these types? My biggest question for most of them is chicken or egg. Do you want to be a stripper or do you want to be an acrobat? Uh, uh And what's the answer? I can't tell. Oh, they don't answer? No, they say, who are you? How'd you get back here? Oh, It, It was hard at first going to that trapeze class initially because his shoulders gave out. I did have to perform the catch with a teacher named Taz, who was about 23, six foot five. Shirtless? He was. He's a, sh- he's a single shirtless guy grabbing you out of the sky? And to let me tell you the amount of forgiveness I had to seek. It was a lot. I had to do a lot of community work to feel better about myself. But after that, we said, you know what? Self-taught. We can't be in these classes because it's too crazy. So we do a lot of watching uh, Cirque du Soleil videos on YouTube and then just figuring it out, you know, mirroring it and... Trying it out. It's a real trial and error. Well, Jody, I wouldn't beat yourself up too much about it because honestly, if a young shirtless hunk grabs you from falling out of the sky, it's a natural response to maybe feel a little primal lust toward him because he saved your life. I thank you for that. But I know how I felt and that it was wrong. And I know the options. You know, you talked about earlier when I traversed my husband's body to land on top of his shoulders with my genitals at the back of his neck. The base of his base skull, of his yeah. The base of his hard skull, uh-huh. which was happened to be exactly where a certain other thing of my body oh. was. Oh, no. And when he's losing his balance and he's moving around a little bit, it's creating some friction. And when I'm up there, I'm shaking. Because oh. his legs are going to, they might give out because we, the cholesterol's, I think, maybe affecting the legs now. So I'm up there and I'm, and I know what I feel when that happens. And I know it's okay because we're married. Right. And we're also in God's house most of the time. And we're in God's house. So I know that I'm in a safe oh, place. Oh, is that what you call the loft or is it what you call the church? That's what we call well, the church. We, we found, I feel like we get away with a bit more when we do this performance in God's house. At the church. 
But tell them what we call the loft. You want me to tell them? I want you to tell them. We call the loft the spit bucket. (laughs) Now, that's just for us, you know, as a married couple. Well, look, we... But after orgasming in front of the entire, you know, community, I said, like, I took him aside and I said, we can't go to class. We're doing the right thing with the YouTube because I can't experience this with anybody else, not in God's house. So when you were screaming, I actually thought you had been injured. Mm, No. I thought what had happened was basically what happens when you put a virgin on a horseback and it it starts to trot. You know, I mean, he was really bouncing you up there uh, and he was putting a hard skull into a soft genital. And it, you know, if that gets you a little bit excited, it's not your fault. I mean, girls lose their hymens on horses that are trotting. It sounds like you broke your hymen on a trotting horse. I was at summer camp taking horsemanship. It was, I, I don't prefer a trot. I like a smoother canter. It's truly uh, not. Mine was on a jet ski. Oh, it grieves the heart of God. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers. And most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. go back and i think um i guess i have a two-part question uh the first is after the performance of last weekend are you all uh looking forward to any other performances or is is it probably uh, i did hear that maybe steve isn't going to be using you in the same exactly the same way in the future and then i guess my second question is so if brian is is trying to walk across the water in front he's not of trying peter. he's doing it peter okay. and judas okay why then would if he's going hey look at me i'm walking across the water why then would somebody be underwater looking looking at his feet well he had because you see what they're checking to make sure that there's not stilts maybe a weighted stilt that could touch the bottom right, of the ground right, a right, weighted right. stilt right right, okay. right right well if it's a regular stilt it would probably not really help yeah. you in water it would float on up i just had never even heard of anyone bringing stilts into the water well you haven't found it necessary until this point. Okay, I would say so. So come, you know, uh, it's a, whatever that term is, mother of invention. Mm-hmm. He had a problem. Here's the thing, though: there are no stilts. Okay, okay, yeah, right. Ronnie is just checking to see. Oh, I'm seeing a guy walk on water for the first time from the ankles up. He must have weighted stilts on, and so he gives it a little look. See, no weighted stilts. Well, just sees the two feet. He's a miracle checker. He's checking for miracles, which I think is such a great takeaway that Steve used as a sermon illustration after you did that beautiful adage piece in the sky or, you know, just right there over the surface of the auditorium stage uh, that 
Steve was reminding us, hey, it appears that what they're doing is a complete miracle. And guess what? We all need to be miracle checkers every day in every way because God is surrounding us with miracles, whether it's the flowers outside your window or the rainbow after the storm. Steve really speaks so beautifully. We've had some private conversations with Steve that have been pretty interesting. It's unfortunate that he's not looking to answer your first question. He's not looking to use us anymore in his particular messages because, you know, what he's saying is the most important. And what we're doing is very Mm, attention grabbing. And another person might, you know, see it as... He's jealous and he doesn't want us to steal his limelight. And we see it as he acknowledges our talent and what we can bring to the church, but that it's taking from the true message of the Lord, which is what he's giving out. And we need to respect that. So instead, we're actually starting a club within the church. Uh, We're looking within Twin Hill. We're looking to start a club for married couples. Who want to explore trust, their bodies, and praising the Lord through movement? Steve didn't want to... The issue with Steve did really come down to the accidental orgasm. And, and, it did. and he's afraid of that happening again. Because he knew are. exactly what it was. He wasn't confused. Again, I but, had never seen anything like that. And I, I just thought a, pull, a muscle had been pulled. And so I guess now that I, I understand that, yeah. I can see why that was probably it. What we're excited to share with everyone within this new group is how you can find that kind of passion yeah. with your with your betrothed. Ah. So so it's a bit of it. It's not the passion of the Christ. It's passion with Christ. It's finding these exciting sexual acts. Yeah. He knew that it was an orgasm. You guys didn't know because you're only seeing the front. I thought it was a Charlie horse. I thought it was. It a- sounded exactly like what a Charlie horse sounds like to me. I, I said she needs some she, water. He she, saw he saw the moisture is what it was. Is he saw the amount of moisture. So he's he knew what it was. Judy, Judy, I love her, but she bellows. Right. When she goes, it is a right. I, I, it comes from a place in my body only God knows. I just thought, I thought Pete was really sweating because she was screaming so hard. I thought he that I thought all of that lo- fluid coming out from around his neck was that he was really in a flop sweat, working hard. Yeah. I just thought it was like I don't know. Have you ever seen like a movie where somebody goes to the electric chair? I, th- I was thinking it was that. It yep. seemed like tense, sort of pain. A definite mm. noise was happening that sounded almost like the sort of hum of the electric chair and then lights out. And me underneath, okay. I was cramping. Mm. And that's where the shakes were starting. Mm. I was oh. afraid I was losing my balance. Yeah. My wife was on top of my head, clamped on there, not unlike the helmet that goes on top of your head. Mm. During the electric chair, that was my wife. We've actually gone to a couple of those viewings. Is that right? Is that a, is that fun? Is that is it satisfying? Why, why to would really you go to pray for them? Oh okay. wow! To pray for their safe That's journey, so beautiful to the next realm. I know that they're going to hell, but I hope that it that the journey is swift and okay. Yeah, that's awesome. And I want to pray for them. They the, say pray for your enemies more than you pray for your that's friends. Right. The same uncle that got us the tickets to Cirque du Soleil got us those tickets. Oh, I see. Oh, you can get tickets to an execution. I didn't realize that was a ticketed event. If you know a guy. Really? And Pete, if I might offer you a word basket of encouragement about the whole screaming Charlie horse uh, saga that happened in that one service in front of Steve. I thought you looked like one of those coaches who just won the Super Bowl and your wife dumped a cooler of Gatorade over your head. That's what you looked like a cool coach who won. And that's why you were soaked from the head down. Mm -hmm. 
I was curious, yeah, why the color was off. Well, that could be that could be diet, Judy. That could be your diet. Well, well we've been shifting this diet because of the cholesterol, so that makes sense. We tried kombucha once. Oh, yeah, that is a gateway drink. Yeah, that really does. I went to my doctor and uh, they had to take my blood. They haven't gotten back with the results yet, so I'm not sure what that's about. But when they tried to take my blood, they said, this is thick as syrup. They said, it's not coming out. Have you had any water today? And I said, I'm fasting. You told me to fast. And they said, you have to drink water. So this is just for everyone to know. You have to come hydrated or else the blood doesn't flow. Wow. Okay, good to know. Good to know. That's real. Plus, you probably were residually a little dehydrated from... Exactly. It was the next... It was the very next day. So I was... Yeah. The fluids were all gone. You lost a lot of water. And I guess um, all of this is to say I'm glad that we witnessed the miracle of of your performance. And on top of that, I, I guess I'm still wondering, why would you try to walk? Well, I, hmm. I, 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 I don't It just seems to me like... It, you, uh, being four feet above a stage and a guy, a fictional guy, as far as I know, trying to show his friends that he's walking ankle deep in water. I just have never really understood that. Well, I think it's just more that. So, was he trying to get in the water, but he just couldn't go down? Was it the well, Dead think, Sea? Because you can't. I, here's here's the scenario. The scenario in my head is so Brian is actually out on a boat. And he wants to get back to shore. Well, you never said anything the, about the boat. Well, no, there is a boat, and he wants. To, he sees a guy on the shore. That's sell, how far out there. The huh? guy on the shore is selling taffy, and he's like, "Oh, I got a little bit of a sweet tooth. I want to get a piece of that." I love taffy. Ronnie. Ronnie's practicing seeing how long that he has can tread water because he wants to be a lifeguard, and so Brian's just like hops out. He's like, "I'm just gonna walk because I know how," oh, and he doesn't okay. get. That's why he's, he's walking. going to point. He's going to a destination. We're learning. Yeah, I got it. Is is it in a vacation location where you stand on those jet things that shoot you up? Is he standing on those little vacation package things? No, he has the power of the Lord is helping him oh, do this. A miracle. But okay. again, he doesn't have full power. I'm not that I know, of course, that Jesus walked on water, but I it's one of the readings that I don't have the best memory for. Why was he doing it? Was he saving someone's life or was he all the way up? Was he going somewhere? We know that his feet made it out. Where was he going? Where was he going? going? What was he what was he doing in that water over that water? You know, I, I don't think it matters. Pete and Judy Gooby were played by the lovely Jackie Jeruthi and Patrick Babbitt. If you're in L.A., check out their Baboothy Variety Hour at Lyric Hyperion, September 2nd. And follow them at Jackie Jeruthi and at Patrick Babbitt. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>